listening to Talk by Ole, a lifestyle perspective podcast. I'm your host, Olienka, aka Ole, and this is episode two, Tell Me How to Love My Hair. Why does she always make me get these stupid braids? I silently say to my 12-year-old self as my mom drives me to the hairdresser's place. I don't like these braids and I don't like the Shade Adu style. Who is Shade Adu anyway and why does my hair have to look like hers? Doesn't she know that these braids make me feel sad and kind of angry? It's probably because when I go to school, they're going to be calling me an African booty scratcher. They're going to tell me to go back to my country. And God forbid there's some lone braid just hanging out in the hallway floor. Everyone's going to think it's mine, even though it's obviously not. Even though it's not the same length, it's not the same color. They're going to still think it's mine because I'm the one African girl in school who always gets braids. Elementary school kids are the absolute worst. When can I get my hair relaxed, mom? I asked after taking those annoying, culture-defining braids out. Braids meant that I was African. It meant that I didn't have quote-unquote nice hair. It meant that I was most likely (laughs) bullheaded. And now we know that that isn't possible because if I didn't have hair, I never would have been able to get braids to begin with. Well, at least back in the early 2000s, that was the case. Now we got people out here just throwing braided wigs on their heads and calling it a day. (laughs) This generation is really, really resourceful. I was ready to get that white creamy crack onto my nappy roots, even though it would eventually leave me almost bullheaded. But I didn't care because my hair was due and I was tired of the painful tugging. I longed for the day that my mother would no longer have a say over my hair. And when that day came, boy, was I happy. I felt like I was becoming a woman. Too bad for me that happiness quickly turned into frustration. I quickly learned that managing my hair would be a full-time job and a complete headache. And now I not only hate braids, But I also hate my hair. I hate the texture and I can't stand the length. Have you ever seen that video of that woman attempting to comb some length into her hair as if if she continues to stretch, it would just get longer? Yeah, that was my childhood. Sis was me and I was sis. Like, why wasn't my hair growing past my shoulder? I just didn't understand it. Why wasn't it flowing freely like the woman in the Tresemme commercial? Hmm. Wearing my hair out was actually a risk. But I did it. I wanted to be down. And it turns out, junior high school kids are judgmental and very self-critical. Mom? Mommy? Can I get a weave now? I asked her because it's time for a weave. I'm going to high school. Things need to change. It was time I took back control of my nappy locks and I was going to have free-flowing hair like that lady in the Trust Me commercial. Even though, unconsciously, I think I was aware that none of those women were black. But what I was most conscious of was the fact that these were the women that I constantly saw on all of the commercials, on all the billboards. These were the women that my young mind believed was the way to go. All right, the weave's in, fly iron's plugged in, 
it's time to straighten this bad boy and get that free-flowing hair. Freshman year of high school passed by, more weave options became accessible. And with the help of my sis, I was sewing my own weaves in by the beginning of my 10th grade year of high school. High school allowed me to find my voice through my hair. Olay, you changed your hair again. Yes, ma'am, I sure did. Mom, what was the phone number of the girl that does the braids? I asked her after itching myself for something different. At this point, I decided to go natural. After a terribly bad temporary skin disease, we'll talk about that at another time, and a perm gone wrong, I couldn't take it anymore. So I got box braids. I got my braids, and I could feel the spring breeze running through my scalp. I could feel the oils I put in there that morning comforting my scalp. My hair is swinging freely, and I can put it in a ponytail without the fear of a track hanging out. That was actually a good feeling. Wait a minute. Why didn't I experience this growing up? Wow, how'd your hair get so long so fast? I don't know. I just woke up this way one morning and it was this long. Alika, your hair is so pretty. It looks like rope. Definitely not rope. It's called an ugly twist, but thank you. I love your braids, Olay. Thanks, girl. I love these braids, too. The response from the world is so different. The response from myself is different. My hair was setting me apart all this time, and I didn't even know it. When this started to really sink in, I wanted to try something else. It was time to rock my natural fro, and rocked it I did. It was weird in the beginning, but I felt powerful. I felt in charge. I felt like nothing was holding me back. I walked with my head held high. They say a woman's hair is her glory. I felt that glory. I could see my face. I could see my tiny ears. I mean, my hair was thin, but thin as it was, it was full of life and it looked beautiful. But as beautiful as it was and as powerful as I felt, I still couldn't quite walk into every room with it out. So every time I prepared for interviews, special events, work-related gatherings, I would quickly braid my hair down and put it underneath my wig because it just didn't seem appropriate to keep out. That was a lie. It was a big lie that the world sold me and I bought into it for a long time. Am I the only one? Why can't we walk boldly and confidently with our natural hair? Women with straight, silky hair can do it. Why can't we? Why are all Afrocentric hairstyles deemed unacceptable? This is the hair that grows out my scalp. Just the same as the woman with silky straight hair. And if hers is worthy, then so is mine. The lie of unacceptable, unworthy, has been pushed on so many of us and we didn't even realize it. I was 12 and wanted my hair to move the same way as the woman in the Tresemme commercial. A woman who looked nothing like me. A woman whose hair was nothing like mine. This was unfair to me, to every other black girl, and every woman of color. Imagine never being able to fully love and appreciate your complete self. I've come to realize that we can love and appreciate all that we are, and that includes our hair. We can wear it out, put it in a weave, get braids, and style it in love however we choose. We can let it tell our story and share a little bit of our truth. For me, this is where I come from from a tribe in Nigeria to a city in New York, 
From a girl to a woman, from a student to a boss, from fearful to fearless, from hidden to seen. That's my hair. That is me. They say a woman's hair is her glory. I believe that. And I think that we should wear it as our crown. Ladies, you are queens and descendants of God, he who knows every strand on your head. God makes no mistakes. He's given you a curly mane, whether it be 3C, 4A, or C. He gave it to you and wants you to own it and love it. And men, <laughs> appreciate a queen who wears her crown in authority. Understand that even if you can't value the crown she was given, that God will and he will surely send the one who also will. It's funny how one feature can make an impact in not just our appearance, but how we see and value ourselves and how the world sees and values us. But it makes sense because our hair is our glory and it is meant to be carried as such. You just heard Told by Olay, a Lifestyle Perspective podcast, episode two, Tell Me How to Love My Hair. First of all, thank you so much for tuning in again and for listening to this episode but now that you've heard the episode, I have to know, how do you love your hair? How much value do you put on it? And how does it impact your everyday life? I feel like the conversation about hair has been happening for a while now. And I'm so grateful for it because maybe I wouldn't have been so aware of the impact my hair has and how undervalued it's been. Um, and how much of it I have not seen in the media until years. And I'm super grateful for the influencers that have played such a big role in that and have made media companies aware of the fact that, like, yeah, you're actually not portraying this side of life, of our society. Um, and the fact that there's real companies backed by real women of color um, and men of color creating hair products for us. So I do want to keep this conversation going. And just a sidebar, um, this podcast will feature conversations. We will have conversations and we will have dialogue with people who are experts in specific fields. But the conversations have to matter and I want them to add value to your lives. And so when that happens, you have to stay tuned in in order for you to know when that's happening. But anyway, again, thank you for tuning in. Be sure to follow me at Tobi Olay, and make sure you're following this podcast so that you're getting updates about all the episodes. We are on Apple Music, Spotify, whatever other services you use to stream your podcast. I don't really know. I just know that it's being streamed and it's accessible. So make sure you're sharing it with your friends, your family, and your loved ones. Thanks again for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you guys next week. <laughs>